This episode of Actors with Issues is brought to you by Audible. For a free 30-day trial and a free audiobook, visit audibletrial.com actors. Welcome back to Actors with Issues. I am your host, Juan Ayala. Welcome back. Indeed, we had a little hiatus last week. You know, life is happening. Things are slowly but surely getting back to normal. But we have got a great interview for you all this week with actor, recording artist, writer, producer, you name it, Philip Garcia. Philip has worked on Criminal Minds, Scandal, Mayans, Terminator, Dark Fate, Animal Kingdom, and many, many more. Now, what I love about our interview is that it felt the least like an actual interview, and it was really just a conversation about life, the industry, and how we're navigating the world around us today. We chatted about uh, relationships, the state of entertainment, and Philip's experiences working on a number of hit series over the years. Now, before I keep blabbing on, please enjoy this conversation with Philip Garcia. How is the industry in LA right now? Have you guys, is anything sort of going on? How's the auditioning going? Or is it still like slow? Yeah, um, no, dude, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty slow. Um, I think a lot of what we're getting now is self-tape shit. All, pretty much all self-tape um, um, submissions. Yeah. Which is, which is like cool. Like I, I, I actually enjoy doing self-tapes. I love the... Same lighting creative aspect of it you know i like to you know break it down on my own and be able to do it as many times as i possibly can mm. uh, my girlfriend or my fiance hates it uh but because uh, she's my she's my go-to uh reader but uh <laughs> she hates it but uh you know i i personally i'm kidding she doesn't hate it but uh um yeah no it's it's starting to pick up again i i went yep. on my first um in-person commercial audition just yesterday gotcha. or two days ago whatever and um yeah it's weird it's fucking weird they have to space everybody out yeah you know it was actually what i thought was weird is that they had so many people there mm. i was like wait a minute like how come there's 20 people for one role in this building right now i thought that was kind of interesting i was like wait a minute but the great part is that they had every all the 20 people 15 20 people pretty evenly spaced out so okay. i was like oh shit they have this down to a you know yeah to a t here um but yeah so well i don't know we'll see dude um I'm, i just want i i truly would like to get back in the room i feel yeah. like there's where the best work is done yeah um as much control as we have in our own space the i think the best work is done under pressure with that kind of mentality in the room you know mm yeah it's uh pretty much all of my auditions have been or yeah all of them have been either self-tapes or over zoom because they want the redirect and they want to give you a note or two they don't want to wait till they watch your tape and then they realize oh deadlines in two hours i can't have them send another take um i personally i i love self-tapes um i was a little bit so my first rep uh who's still my current agent uh, is based in Atlanta and Nashville. So they cover those markets. So I've always done self tapes since I signed with them for that. So then when New York started doing it and when I got my New York rep um, during COVID hilariously um, uh, you know, and then everything was self tapes. So I was like, cool, I'm used to this. I feel like I've got this down to like, to a science, you know, had the lighting and backdrops and all that stuff. Um, 
but yeah, New York is a little bit more active. There's a handful of things that are already in production. Um, but from what I've been told, it's just very weird. Like mm. everything's like super cautious. You're wearing all of your, you know, PPE until like and rolling and everyone takes it off. You hand it off and then, you know, and all that stuff. And they're just trying to <laughs> keep everything to a minimum, even with like extras. And it's like to be a stand in, okay. to be um, a background actor, you have to get tested for COVID and oh, wow. all that stuff. So you have to get tested like two or three days before production. Once you're cleared, you're you're booked. But super cautious I've seen some of my homies here dude like yeah it's crazy it's a it's a big thing honestly right now the getting tested right yeah. a, a cup uh, a homegirl of mine booked something um and she had to get three tests prior to going to on test apparently yikes have, have you have you heard of that you have to get three, three tests no that so, many no i did when i i was doing yeah, stand-in work and i did like they did like the shallow nose swab and that, yeah. that was basically oh. it I know that's yeah. that's the only test that me and my girl have um, gotten as well. It's it's not the deep one. It's just the real quick yeah. um, in the nose, and we're negative, so we're good. We can go visit grandma, you know. So <laughs> it's crazy times, man. But yeah, um, yeah I, I I think it's um, for some people. I think it's needed time mm. with with themselves. Um, for others, it's probably hell. Um, you know, you hear about people really taking advantage of this time and then you hear about people maybe not so much you know people yeah. that are using this time to rest and 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 to kind of rebuild their mentalities um, for whatever industries they're in i think specifically you know referring to the acting industry to the entertainment industry it's i mean i think we're all itching to get back to normality mm-hmm. but um you know i i think for me this has been a time to really assess what the hell I'm doing in terms of organization. You know, I think, I think organization has a, a huge part to do with this for me. And I, you know, it's physical organization, but then it's also, I think more so it's just like mental organization. You know, yeah. you have to kind of, um, what's the best way to say this? I guess you kind of have to, you have to like um, be able to look at yourself confidently at all times and um you you know during this downtime you kind of are forced to you know Mm -hmm. you're kind of forced to you know reassess yourself you know um so i think for me this has been actually therapeutic you know um, to kind of have this downtime and and i haven't been hard on myself for real like some people have been you know Oh, you know, how come I, I all this time, I, I should have written a, a pilot by now. I should have done this and this and this and yeah. this and this. And for me, that's a little, that's like, that's a little, that's too hard on yourself, yeah, you know, for like, sure. chill, you know, um, for me, for me, I think, I think it's like, we got to be precious with our, with ourselves, you know, yeah. um, in order, in order to, you know, put it put a good foot forward i think it's i think it's smart to just be precious with ourselves don't be so hard on yourself you know um i grew up in like a, my dad was super um strict <laughs> uh you know typical mexican father you know pretty pretty disciplinarian you know yeah. um it, it, you know he was like very you know 
almost he, to this day he's like very organized man you know and me i'm like an artist you know like yeah. I, I like to throw shit everywhere and it's like i have clothes that pile up and you know <laughs> I, I it takes me a while to like get around to cleaning it you know so I, i'm not the most organized person like him right but it's so funny because over time you kind of start to see yourself you start to see your your parents in yourself. So now I'm like, oh shit, okay. So all those all those years of my dad tormenting me with his kind of type A mentality, I now have some of those type A mentalities. And thank yeah. you, shout out to my dad. Um, you know, it's one of those things, man. But yeah, I I, I COVID for me has been cool. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I kind of I kind of liked this downtime in a way, and um, uh, I kind of you know. Luckily for me and my fiance, you know, we, we kind of set ourselves up in 2019. It was a good year, 2019. So we kind of, you know, luckily we, we, we were pre prepared financially mm -hmm. and, and prepared, um, you know, to kind of take the hit. I think everybody's taking the hit, right? right. In terms of finances, in terms of um, work and time and shit. So, but yeah. uh, we're ex very excited to get back to it, man. Yeah. How about you? I mean, what's going on? I mean, obviously, New York City was like central COVID at one point, right? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so I work, you know, as I mentioned uh, before, uh, you know, I work at a gym uh, as sort of like as, you know. Which gym? To, uh, Blink Fitness. Blink Fitness. Is that like a Snap Fitness in, in California? Is it similar? Uh, I've, I've never, never heard, heard of Blink Snap, Fitness. actually. Blink is, oh, Blink, so Blink is originated in New York. So it's more sort of the Northeast uh, region they're expanding cool. though i think they have a couple in in, in california Dope. but um but yeah so like you know much like everyone else like in new york especially every industry was just slammed at one point it was just completely shut down um but with the gyms we were we only just reopened gyms a month ago uh at the beginning of september and the location that i worked at was actually just reclosed because the neighborhood in uh, that sort of zip code, that's how they sort of designated it, um, was color. having. Are you guys up? do colors? You guys do colors like California? They have like purple and orange and yellow and. I think no. we were in a red zone, which is just like. Oh, gotcha. You know, okay. it was it's a big no no. It's very sure. uh, cases were were piling up very quickly, um, more than other neighborhoods. So they're like, okay, something's happening here, and it's a very metro, um, metropolitan neighborhood. Um, lots of buses and trains and all that stuff. Very busy area. You know, it's not like a small neighborhood uh, gym. Uh, it's in Brooklyn. But like, you know, when we reopened, there's like all these precautions. And I'm like, okay, I'm seeing the same things on set. So it's like, it's working. But, you know, you have trouble getting, you know, your gym members to wear their masks properly. Sometimes, really? Sometimes it's like you're talking to a four-year-old. Like it goes oh, really? over your nose. It goes over your nose and your mouth. Right. Everything. Not just, Honestly, you know. They make masks for working out, you know. Yep. Like they, they make actual like the material. I guess it's just the material, right? I have some. It's like I, a little bit I more have, breathable, like, yeah. It's, it's so, so nice when yeah. you're running, actually. Mm. But uh, yeah, dude. Um, I would love to get a gym membership again. I can't. <laughs> um, uh, I can't wait to get back to the gym. I'm like the fattest I've ever been in my life. Can you, if you can believe it. I'm like, I, can't, I don't fat. believe it. <laughs> it's so bad. No, I'm kidding. I'm, it's not that bad. But uh, God, I'm getting the older you get, the more, you know, you start to see a beer, you know, take effect, you know, really. <laughs> it's like, damn, you know, but yeah, I think that's, I think that's something 
um, prior to COVID that we were really working on that kind of got blown. You know, we're, we're trying to get married in 2020. Mm. And obviously that was out of the cards. Um, and we hired a personal trainer. We're like we we're in the gym, like training, yeah. you know. Um, and then this COVID thing happened and we're like, damn. Okay, yeah. so that kind of bit the dust. But can't wait to get back to the gym too, dude. Yeah. It's uh, I've definitely missed it too. Cause I was very much getting into um, a very, uh, like a routine, you know, mm-hmm. either working out after my shift. Cause I would open up the gym. I was up early. Um, and you know, was very, was definitely in like the best shape I had been in since like high school, probably. Cause oh. that was the last time that I was getting hit college, you know, when you're in college wow. and you're a theater major and all that <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah. You're, yeah. We're eating chips and shit. You know, right. Like. Yeah. You're in rehearsal. You're in classes all, all day, rehearsals all night. You're grabbing a size pizza or whatever you can. Like burritos and, and shit. Right. Know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's funny. Cause I was, um, someone had planned this out to me. I, um, one of the recurring roles that I had was over was like blind a, spot, right? Yes. Yeah. It was so uh, cool. I saw that. <laughs> That's cool, man. That's Thanks, a man. great show. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, that show was very, very good to me. I'll always be very grateful for that show, and I'm happy so cool, I got man. to work on like on the finale. Um, in the tiny dude, bit. Are they, are they gonna? Have, I'm sure they're gonna have you back, dude. They have to. Well, we wrapped up. It was a series finale. Oh what? Oh so so they're not doing a they're not doing a, a next season. No, so they wrapped up with season five. They hit a hundred oh, episodes, gosh. and they're like. Oh, that's yeah. huge though i mean but blind spot is made by you know uh the same people that make uh C- csi i want to say or no is that wrong um no so the creator of blind spot was very uh not new to the end but this was like his kind of first primetime network like oh wow show. okay okay cool wow um he had done you know he worked on um i think stargate atlantis and worked on a couple other shows um uh but yeah, cool. Blind Spot was like his first big one. And then he did like one other CBS show, um, Deception, which didn't last oh, too long, unfortunately. Okay. Um, Still two big shows. I mean, good for him. Yeah. And he just, wow. another show of his, um, Martin Garrow is the name of the creator. He just had another show premiere on NBC called Connecting. And it's about a group of friends trying to stay in touch during COVID. So it's oh, all. I saw, I saw, I think I saw a little trailer for that recently. Yeah, yeah. So it's all his. shot on the webcam, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's all very much exactly like this. This is how it all looks. Honestly, dude, um, I think we're going to be seeing a lot of those types of types of people, you know, yeah. shooting on downtime and shit. So, yeah. yes, I'm excited. It's definitely not the first that's done it because there was another show on Freeform called like Love in the Time of Corona. Mm. That was one. And there was dude, one other I saw, one. I saw a trailer for that too, I think. Yeah. There's, it's happening a lot. There's several of those. There's going to be a lot of, um, my homies, I don't know if you, you um, via SAG AFTRA, they, they were doing like this uh, web series as well. A few of my friends were in it. Mm. Um, it was via the SAG AFTRA website. It was like a web series that they put together. They did it too, you know. But uh, huh. yeah, dude, crazy times. COVID sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Screw COVID. Uh, yeah, man, it's been, it's very, just a very interesting time to see how. Um, especially on sets, a lot of times, I mean, you've had more than your fair share of experience on, on, uh, on, on different sets, you know, over the years. And it's like, you've seen, not to say that people are not essential, but there's always too many people on set always. 
Um, yeah. It's like, who's needed right now? Who is actively working right now? Can, if you're not, can we step off? You know, that's been something that has been a consistent conversation. When I've asked guests on the show, like, what are you, what is like, um, what's a change that you hope to see um, in on, whether it's on set in rehearsals or whatever. And it's always been sort of like what we're seeing being implemented now. If it's not like, uh, I wish there weren't 50 people crammed into a tiny room for the dance callbacks. Um, mm. I wish that there, you know, um, there weren't so many people on a set, especially now it's like, how are you going to keep a crew of 50 people six feet apart, you know? Um, and just like, I don't Slightly know. There's, concerning. There's, right. Exactly. So you're thinking like, how on earth are they going to adapt? But they're figuring it out. They're very much sort of like minimizing um, the number of, of crew and also just like, um, cast in terms of like background actors and all that stuff um because you don't you know the days of crowd scenes and protest scenes and all that stuff are going to be CGI. Out the right CGI <laughs> or stock footage <laughs> just yeah, these, green screen these these uh computer geniuses are going to be not that they're not already making a killing on these all these Game of Thrones type right. shows, and you know there's a lot of uh, green screen action yeah. going on nowadays, and, yeah. and we don't even realize it sometimes. Now right. it's so good, so yeah, sure. That's gonna, there's going to be a lot of that, man. A lot of lot of CGI, a lot of digital um, uh, painting and digital creating. So yeah, it's it's uh, times are changing, man. Yeah. Times are 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 definitely changing. And to, to speak to your point about the um, kind of the the i like to call it the totem pole on on set you know how there's you know top dogs and then it goes all the way down to the bottom and then that's where we fall you know right. like we're kind of lowest on the totem pole you know even even if you're a recurring like even still you know if you're not a a number one or number two or number three on the show i feel like you know yeah there there is a level of what is the word Hi hierarchy you know uh, is yeah. that the right word to use yeah, yeah. yeah. Hierarchy. Uh, in, in, so in terms of you know how how they but i i see i've experienced both sides dude mm. uh, i've 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 felt like less than less than lowest on the totem pole and then i've also felt really welcomed on, on yeah. certain sets as well so so it's it's kind of a a, a a mixed bag when it comes to that but for the most part i've had some really great experiences you know being on sets with people who have been doing it for years and and um people who are just gracious you know celeb celebrities who are who are really yeah. gracious and you know though i'm shaking in my boots next to <laughs> next to this person who i've watched on television my entire life um th they were nothing but you know but kind and and um yeah it was uh, most most of the time it was a, it was a great experience but um yeah sure i I've, I've definitely experienced some some kind of weird moments on set to feel like oh sure y'all yeah, get the hell out of the way you know yeah uh, uh, but that's what it is man you just kind of got to you know you know put on a good smile I, I was what i like to say prior to going into any audition or any um going on set or honestly i I literally say this before going in to see family now too. I'm like, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm easy to work with and I'm happy to be here. Cause sometimes I think, you know, I don't know if it's just me, like maybe I'm just moody or something, or like maybe I'm, you know, I don't know, maybe I'm just 
just weird. I feel weird sometimes where people will, if I'm not like, ah, uh, if I'm not like really on yeah. and, and, and positive and, and, and lifted and energetic, people are like, people ask me, they say, Hey, what, what's, are you okay? What's wrong? <laughs> uh, and I, and I think, and I yeah. think, no, I'm, 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 I'm fine. I'm just not like on right now. I think that's kind of my Gemini side and that's my artistic side. You know, I can kind of flip a switch and go yeah. from zero to a hundred. I think that's a, that's something that, that's just a part of me. But I think that the, the kind of darker, like more relaxed side, some people just don't understand that. They're, they're like, oh, wow, he seems like sad. Or like, he seems like, he seems like depressed or something. He seems yeah. sad. I'm like, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm just yeah. chilling right now. Right. Not, my, you know, my girl knows both sides for sure. Mm. Uh, but I think there's something to that. Right. I think there's, there's, there's something to like, well, for me, I have to just, I've learned that I just have to remind myself. I have to say, okay, we're going in here. We're going to, it's going to be a collaborative effort. It's not going to be like you against the world here. It's going to be you coming in. We're going to work together. We're going to figure this out and we're going to be a a fucking team. Oh, I didn't get to my mantra. I, I say happy to be, or I did happy to be here. I'm easy to work with and I'm happy to be here. And, and that to me switches everything, yeah. you know, um, because, you know, I, I think you can kind of get into the mode of, you know, going through the motions, especially, you know, after you go to a to hundred of these auditions, commercials and um, musical theater auditions, you go in and there's just 50 people that look like you, mm. you know, so obviously that's the, you hear that when it comes to the, the entertainment industry. But um, yeah, I think it, it's just a healthy reminder to yourself to just, chill out you know and 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 remember why you wanted to do this in the first place it's right. fun it's it's just find that find find the joy in it right and for a while there i was getting i was getting a little and and st- even still dude like i have to remind myself to like chill out yeah you know you know as challenging and as serious as a business can be sometimes we have to be like hey it's not that serious relax yeah dude it's not fucking rocket science or yeah. something you know it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's we're creating a character we're we're mm. telling a story we're being bringing bringing our most authentic selves to whatever we're doing right or, right. or as much as we can you know with w- what we've been given in terms right. of the character and the breakdown and the story and everything right um but yeah i'm a i'm a i love this shit i love mm. it it's it's um it's impactful not only not only to just like, you know, not only to, to, to me and to my family, but like, I hope that at some point, and, and this is where I think this acting um, business is really going to pay off eventually. Um, and I think it has, it really has to, for me, it has to do with legacy, right? So it has mm-hmm. to do with what you, uh, uh, how, how people remember you. You know, um, how, um, what you left behind. And to me, like, that's, that's the most important thing for me at this mm. point. And, and my, my managers hate me at this point because I keep turning shit down and, you know, stuff that they're sending me. I'm just not, I, I'm, I'm being really careful with, yeah. with what I choose to work on now. Um, and it's terrifying. It's so terrifying <laughs> because you, you want to say yes, 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 yeah. yes. But at some point, you got to be like, 
okay, I'm X amount of years old right now. I'm 30 something, 20 something. And, um, you know, I, I, I need to start paving the path. I think yeah. I've done the, I think I've done the, 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 the work prior to this to, to earn a little bit of respect here. I need to respect myself a little bit more and choose some stuff that's really going to help me grow and think about the longer, bigger picture. Yeah. Um, and that's hard to do, honestly, because we want to be eager. We want to be the student, you know, um, you know, growing and, and, and we want to be, you know, say yes to projects and have that yes mentality and, and, yeah. and be eager to work and ha happy to do the work. But at some point you got to be like, okay, cool. Mm. I, I know I'm a fucking badass. I know, I, I know, I know that I can do more challenging material. Um, and, and, um, I need to, I need to say yes to that. Yeah. Uh, and that's tough to do, honestly, because we're afraid. We're we're yeah. we're afraid to not be working. We're afraid to not pay the bills and shit. But damn, yeah, man. I don't know, dude. I think at some point we just got to make that choice for ourselves. But um, it it comes. It it's not. It's it's a challenge for sure. Yeah, and you know, it's um, I it's interesting. This isn't a conversation. You know, this is over twenty episodes into the show. And we haven't talked about this with anyone uh, having to, you know, you reach that point in your career where you're like, okay, you know what? We're not going to do any more co-stars. We've done, you know, for some people, guest, they're like, guest star and above. That's it. Yeah, right. right. For some people, they like do their five co-stars and they're okay, time to, to move on. You know, you don't want to do a co-star in every show filming in your market. And then you're out of stuff to audition for. Cause mm -hmm. I've, I've heard of that happening. People are like, oh no, they co-starred in season one. So they can't even get right, a guest star right. audition for exactly. season three. And they're like, nope, you're done. You did your, you worked on the show, you're done. Mm -hmm. um, and you don't want to mess that up, especially if it's a show that you don't know if it's going to be a hit and run for 20 years, yes. you know, you're like, um, and yeah, yeah, that's a conversation that hasn't been really talked about is having to make that decision. And, you know, as you said, we want to work. We're hungry. We're yes. starving artists. We called that for a reason, not just because sometimes we're broke and because we're literally, you know, literally we're like, Hmm, what are we having toast again for dinner? You know, but also <laughs> because we're hungry for the work. Um, but you, there comes a time where you have to make that decision and reflect and, and think, like you said, of your legacy, like, okay, what do I want to do next? Am I going to share like, here's my two seconds as a waiter you know, yeah. when you're 10 to 15 years deep into your career, but it's like, nope, here's my, you know, guest star as on Law and Order or, you know, this, you know, major it's, supporting it's role in this film. It's, it's, it's just, There's a fine no one line, talks though. about it. Yeah. There's yeah. a fine line though, dude. I think like, you know, I, I'm, I'm down to have one line. I'm right. down to have one yeah. line or, or two lines or three lines or whatever. I'm down to do a smaller guest star role or I, I did, a couple co-stars uh, in 2019, um, you know, because I felt like it was cool. You know, I felt mm -hmm. like it was a cool, uh, you know, uh, character or show. Yeah. I, I was on a show called Mayans MC. It's yeah. a biker great show. Great show. I love it's that show. Badass. It's a, such a great experience, by the way. All the dudes, uh, they seem like they would be really intimidating and scary, right. but they're all sweethearts. It's so yeah, crazy. Yeah. They're all like, you know, poets and, you know, they're, you know, just artists and, and like yeah. literally street artists and things. It's just like such a beautiful experience. And it was a co-star experience. And yeah. and I, I knew going in, uh, 
this is a spoiler alert in the second first first episode of the second season i die i'm getting really great at dying at this point <laughs> uh, uh, but somebody's got to do it and and, right. and i had i had actually been auditioning for mines this is a good example of a of a this was the last co-star that i chose to to do hmm. uh, uh and I, the reason why i chose to do it was because um i had been auditioning for the show for a while I went and I, I got to do chemistry reads when they were first doing the, you know, first doing the, um, you know, series regular auditions. Yeah. I got to go all the way. I, you know, I, I got to read with Raymond Cruz, like yeah. huge actor, a Mexican actor, you know, blood in, blood out. It's just like <laughs> just a dream come true to just go in and audition <laughs> to be on the show. Um, so you know, I had been auditioning for a few characters over the years and, or for the, the last couple of years or whatever. And then finally this character came along. My agent's like, yeah, it's a co-star, but you know, one line you die. And, but you know, it, it may be kind of cool experience. And it was dude. It was <laughs> worth I was it. The rat. I was the rat in that episode. I was a piece of shit. I was, <laughs> uh, and they strung me up to die. You guys should watch it. It's very cool. It's one of my favorite death scenes that I, I swear I'm going to do like a death, um, compilation you know <laughs> soon because I, I i swear i've died like six times on tv at this point it's yeah it's hilarious my my grandma gets so sad anytime she sees me die on tv i'm like grandma i'm so sorry yeah um but um no it, it i think at some point yeah it's cool to make that decision um it's it's not because you're being a a, a diva actor i don't right. i don't yeah. personally think so um because I, th I think actually you're being a a really forward-minded um, artist by by yeah. making that choice, and um, it's hard hard to, hard to do that. But I think for me, in order to do that, you have to have like some other means of income, and for me, that's the uh, commercial stuff. You know, for me, I love doing the commercial stuff because it actually pays for you know it pays for the rent. Um, th th that allows you to be able to say. Uh, no co-stars at this point for me i, yeah. I just want to try and do um guest stars and up and and i'm going to be like really particular about the roles that i choose to do and that's okay um my theatrical agent is such a badass lady man she's she's such a, such a badass hmm. uh, she 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 tells me anytime i turn something down uh she she's like mm, yeah no you should you should really uh rethink that one <laughs> you know so and then i rethink it and then i readjust you know so you, i think ultimately you got to have people on your team that are thinking for the thinking about you um for the overall longevity of your career and and, and right. i think it has to do with legacy right yeah Autumn is officially upon us, and whether you live in New York City or Los Angeles, everyone deserves to experience those classic scents of autumn, and that's why I'm thrilled to be partnering once again with Redondo Road Candlemakers to announce their new line of autumn-inspired scents, which include apples and maple bourbon, baked apple pie, and the classic toasted pumpkin spice. Redondo Road candles are hand-poured right here in the U.S. and made from 100% natural soy wax and all renewable resources. Burning on my desk right now is their Amber Noir candle, which is a warm fusion of mandarin, jasmine, and amber with hints of sandalwood and musk that just whisks you away on a warm cabin getaway. Another favorite of mine is their Cake candle, which smells like the sweetest 
yummiest vanilla frosted cake you have ever smelled. Redondo Road candles start at just $15 for their 5.5 ounce jars and are shipped within the continental US. For more information, visit RedondoRoad.com. That's RedondoRoad.com. If you're like me and you listen to a lot of podcasts, you'd probably love listening to audiobooks, and the best place for that is Audible, the leading provider of audiobooks and spoken word entertainment. Titles range from popular literature, fiction and biographies, to health, wellness, and everything in between. For a free 30-day trial, visit audibletrial.com actors for a free audiobook. Once you become a member, you get one credit for an audiobook each month, as well as two free exclusive Audible originals. I highly recommend that all of my actors and artists listening check out the audiobook for The Actor's Life, A Survival Guide, written and narrated by Jenna Fisher, best known for playing Pam on The Office. Jenna gives an in-depth look on her career from fresh-faced Hollywood newcomer to struggling actor to the star of a hit network television show. She also has a ton of survival advice and guidance for actors tackling this crazy industry. You can check out Jenna's book and tons more by signing up for a free 30-day trial at audibletrial.com actors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As artists and as actors, we can be rather eager and uh, we'll take the first rep that wants to represent us. It's like, oh my God, my first agent. It's like, oh, read the contract. How long are you locked in here for? <laughs> yes. uh, but it's always like, are they going to look out for my best interest? Do they want me to progress or do they just want me to book? Um, and uh, I actually know someone who, you know, they were telling their agent, like, hey, can I go out for more guest stars? Can you submit me for more guest stars? And th- their rep was like, oh, you're not ready for that yet. And then mm. they were at first were kind of upset because they're like, what do you mean I'm not ready? Like, I've been, you know, I've been doing this for a year. I'm, I'm trained. I've booked all these co-stars and I want to I wanna move up. And the rep was just very adamant. I was like, nope, not ready. Oh, shit. And they got very upset. Uh, but then they like sort of, I think they let it get into their head and they were like bombing their co-star auditions. And then when they finally booked one, when they booked another one, they got on set and they're like, yeah, I'm, I, I was, I don't know who I thought I was talking to my rep that way because I, I forgot how to act. Like I forgot how to audition. And it's like, you know, it's a, uh, that's okay though. I think, right, I think yeah. that, that's about, that's a part of, I don't know who that was, but I think that is, I mean, they're going to be able to tell that story, right? Yeah. They're, they're going to they're going to be able to tell that story to whoever, you know, needs to hear it. You know, um, I think we got to, God, you hear about it all the time. And athletes go through it all the time, right? right. Athletes fail so much, uh, but then your muscles grow back even stronger after you fall down, right? So, so you get back up. It's like how we get back up and keep going. Um, and I think that's the mental. It's so, so I think this acting industry is more than a physical thing because I definitely think it's a physical thing. It is a body thing. You have yeah. to be able to tap into your innermost, you know, 
you know your darkest sides and your 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 most joyful sides and then obviously it has a lot to do with your physical mentality so taking care of your body and the things that you eat and um so on and so forth your breath and everything i think it i think it more than that is it's mental warfare it it Mm. really is and and we are the best and worst judges of ourselves right so it's like at some point we have to just know that and either roll with it or be like okay you know what this not this is not for me i can't i can't do this you know which is Mm. fine honestly this this and i this is what i tell young actors is this industry is not for everybody and and you know if you start school with 50 people trust me by the end of by the end of the four years you'll be down to 10 yeah 10 10 of 50 people are gonna continue on and it's because um um it has to do with how we see ourselves right so so this town new york atlanta vancouver now uh you know los angeles all the big cities that where entertainment is happening it's it's a town towns built on confidence right so it's like how 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 confident can you be in yourself to then make um you know casting and producers and everybody behind the table also feel confident in you that you will come to the team and get the fucking work done Mm. you know so um i think i think that's so important to to kind of just be able to trust and believe in yourself that you can get it done but not like i said not everybody is gonna not everybody's that way you know not everybody learns that way um and as actors kind of have to grow up quickly in terms of our our mental capacity you know we 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 all it's so funny like all of my actor friends are constantly posting like self-help uh quotes and things (laughs) different different books and and things to to read and and it's no wonder why they are because we're constantly having to evolve our 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 hearts you know um and our minds and we have to kind of change the way we think about things in order to cope (laughs) in in a way because we go out on a hundred auditions and we literally get one out of a hundred auditions so it's tough right um and and this is the whole subject of your podcast is actors with issues but at some point we just you know at at some point it then becomes are we actors with issues or are we actors, you know, I think we, I guess what I'm trying to say is maybe we just need to just understand that that's what's, what it's going to be, you mm. know, and it's how we, it's how we roll with that. Right. It's how we kind of, it's how we, how, how do we deal with the down <laughs> times, you know, when yeah. we're not booking as much um, and, 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 and how do we look at ourselves in a, how do we remain confident in ourselves? I think is what I'm trying to say. I think I think confidence is the 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 lesson there. You know, um, I don't know, man. I, I've had hor- horrible experiences too, like like the person you just mentioned. Yeah, where you kind of have to fail in order to like get ahead. Uh, you know, I I, I went in for. Um, gosh, I'm going to put her on blast right here, but this is a good story. So there's a casting director called Lisa Miller Katz. Shout out to Lisa Miller Katz. You're a badass. I love her. Um, I love her now, (laughs) but in this moment, I went in for an audition with her. It was for like some sitcom. Um, 
it was like three pages or something. Pretty, pretty easy. And and the text on a sitcom is like smaller on the page too. So huge mistakes. I went in there <laughs> thinking I can just wing it, right? Yeah. Um, three pages, like maybe six lines or something like that. Something pretty manageable. Yeah. I went in and kind of referencing down to the paper and, you know, saying the lines and I kept having to look down, right? Huge mistake. Yeah. She stopped me and she stopped me in the middle. She was like, okay, what's, do you know this? Do you know this or what? Like it was bad. Like yeah. I, I don't think I've ever had a casting director stop me in the middle and then say, like she waved the paper up in the air. She's like, do you know this or what? She's like, okay. And she's like, just give yourself a chance. She said, like kind of pissed off she was, right? Yeah. I'm wasting her time. I'm coming in there thinking I'm, you know, just fucking wing it, what? <laughs> So, so she's like, okay, just do you, do you want to, do you want to stay and try, take 10 minutes. And then she says, take 10 minutes, go out into the hall, whatever. And then she literally said next <laughs> out loud. She said next, like to call the next person. Yeah. And it was like something out of a fucking dream or something. You uh -huh. know, it was like, that's like the, the, what you always hear, but it was my own damn fault. I went, I went out into the, to the stairwell. I, I learned the six lines or five lines or whatever in like 10 minutes, came back, it was off book. And um, yeah, I didn't book, she didn't book me on that, but she's like, okay, good. After we finished, she's like, that was great. Good. <laughs> so she really, I think, I don't know. I think there's something about teachers that sometimes they're, they're kind of hard on students because yeah. they, they they see the capability in them they see the potential mm. and so i think that that was her like kind of you know reaming me because she she saw me like trying to just you know go through the motions and she knew that that was not going to help me in my career at all yeah and, and that was a huge wake-up moment for me and then you know maybe like half a year later she called me back in for a it was just supposed to be a co-star role. Uh, it was for a show called Telenovela. It was mm. on NBC and it was uh, produced by Eva Longoria and starring Eva Longoria. She ended up booking me on that. And I booked, I got like six or seven episodes on wow. that as, as a recurring co-star. I, I, I want to say, I don't remember what the billing was, but the, the, the moral of the story is that I was fucking around. <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to, you know, play it cool and i got bit yeah uh, it was a snake bite okay uh, um, but i even told her about that later i told her i on when we were on set and i was like you know i don't know if you remember this but da -da 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 -da, and she's like she laughs we're like at crafty or something uh -huh. and she's like she laughs and she's like oh my god she like almost as if she didn't remember, you know. Yeah, that, she, I did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess oh, she's just sorry. a badass. She's just a badass, though. Yeah. Um, but that just goes to show you, dude. Like, I, I, and trust and believe. After that point, I didn't go into any appointment without being completely off book, mm. like completely memorized, or you know, um, you know, just more prepared. Like uh, an actor prepares, right? Yeah. We hear that all the time. Uh, uh, um, um, and, and that's a kind of a, um, a horror story, but it, but it turned out okay because, you know, I could have just left. I could have just been, I could have just, you know, been embarrassed enough to, yeah. 
to leave and be like, oh, like, fuck that one, you know, but yeah, I'm I, sorry. I and then walk out or yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I chose to stay in the uncomfortable silence of having to walk in the second time. And like all the dudes in the, in the uh, waiting room were like, damn, he got, yeah, he got, he got reamed. But um, yeah, we got to fall down in order to, to get ahead sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, it's, um, it's funny. Cause like her, or just, you know, how you said that like her reaction was after you did it the second time, she was like, okay, good. Like, okay, that was great. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, it's like, I knew you could do it, you know, like yes. whatever it is that you prepared or, or, you know, didn't prepare. Yeah. Cause you know, she gave you the audition. So she saw your materials and she was like, all right, there's something there. Let's call them in. Let's give them an audition. So she's like, this isn't who I saw what's going on. Go do yeah. what you got to do and come back. Um, and it's funny because sometimes we, I, you know, we hear certain people say, oh my God, I hate casting directors. And I'm like, but you are not really allowed to hate casting directors. Like you have yeah. to like understand where they're coming from and realize that as cheesy as it sounds like they, you know, we hear all the time, like casting directors, like they want you to be, the, they want to book you. They want you to be the solution to their problem of that day. And you know, they want you to, they want you to nail it so that you can be like, okay, we found our guy. All right. No more, no more appointments after yeah, today they, or whatever they don't you know? want to they hate casting casting directors hate the casting process they just want to they want the first person to walk in and and, yeah. and and be the guy right it's tough though i mean that's a that's a really tough uh uh business to to be in it's a, it's yeah. you know i'm sure addicting though um to kind of see everybody come in and yeah. have to choose somebody who is the the right person yeah for sure yeah it's um i think one thing that i wish i knew when I was younger or one thing that I tend to tell young actors is that, you know, it's a collaborative effort, mm. right? As it, when you come into the room with the casting director, it's not like, let me sit up and, and be presentational right. and like be a fucking robot. You know, it's <laughs> not about that. It's, it's about, it's about you being again, confident in yourself, walking into the room, confident that you know the, the the story and your character and your you have some ideas already what i wish i would have done early on in my career is walk in that room and be like super chill Mm. like super chill and and i think it's i think the biggest word is collaborative right it's it's a collaborative effort it's not just you against the casting director you there to audition and stand in a course line (laughs) it's not that and and i think that's where young actors kind of get confused yeah. you know it's um and and for good reason i mean you know they're you're you're eager to to book you're eager to learn but you can't think about the end result um in this business you got to kind of think about the moment now and the moment now is i'm here in this room i just walked in i've never been in this room before and um you know i'm here to to I'm here to give you what I think is going on with this. And, mm-hmm. and you can tell me whether or not uh, you think that that's similar to what you had in mind or, or, or we can go back and forth and have a conversation about what you need and, and uh, let's get it done. You know, it's a, it's like yeah. a, it's a team effort. And, and I wish I was more interested in that Yeah, <laughs> a long time ago. I, I I was just, I was, I was operating off of a fear mentality. Right. So I think we got to choose, we got to choose the opposite love. We got to choose love, you know, um, in that situation, it's like all good, like whatever I may or may not be the person that you want for this, which is cool. 
-hmm. but I'm just going to give you like what I think it is, you know, currently. Um, and it can be done a million different ways, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. But I'm just going to give you what I thought it was. And if that's along the lines of what you thought it was, then dope, let's do it. But, right. Um, I think sometimes we get lost in the sauce a little bit, you know, mm. um, how, how, how do we put our most authentic selves into the work that we're doing into our personal lives as well? Yeah. I catch myself like I catch myself being fake as fuck sometimes <laughs> with people just like in general, yeah. like talking to people in person and I catch myself. Okay. So, so wow. We're getting personal here. I, That's I, my fiance we had people over for the first time during covid the other yeah. day we got tested and everything and um we were like obviously maintaining distance or whatever we carved pumpkins the other night and um um prior to our homies coming over i told my fiance i'm like okay this is my goal tonight god she's maybe she doesn't want me to talk about this but <laughs> I, I think i think it's i think it's something to be said um I said, I just want to be, I just want to be authentic. I just want to be authentic to myself and I want to be real, you know, be real. And this is a mantra of mine. Be real with what I mean, think, and say. Be real with what I mean, what I think, then what I say, right? So, so I think that kind of correlates. With, I, so I, if I'm trying to do that at a dinner party, you better believe I'm trying to do that in the, in the room or, or on a Zoom or mm. um, in a tape. You know, even on our slate, yeah. right? Especially it's our job. The slate. It's so funny, especially <laughs> the fucking slate, and that's the hardest thing to do sometimes, right? So, 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 how do we remain our most authentic selves with giving as much as we can to the character, to the story, to the production staff, to to, to really just um, trying to drive home who you are? How do you bring, and that's a trick, mm -hmm. man. That, that's, and it takes a while to kind of try and, I'm still fig, trying to figure it out, right? We're, I don't think we ever, you know, we don't ever get to where we're trying to go. I think even people who are winning Oscars are still trying to get to where they want to go, right? Um, yeah. And, that, and that's okay, right? We always say trust the process, which is great. Um, and, I, and I like that. I think it's a little overused, trust the process, but yeah. I think there's no other way of saying that, right? That it's like, I think it's trust in yourself. Trust, trust, yeah. trust, trust that, you know, you're, you're on a path for a reason and, you know, you are brought to different people and different um, situations because that's where you're trying to be. That, that's where yeah. you're supposed to be. Right. Um, and I think there's something beautiful about that. I think there's something beautiful about um, not knowing. You know, mm -hmm. there, you know, I think there's something scary <laughs> about yeah. it a little bit. Uh, I think there's a little, there's something a little terrifying in our industry, but it's like, how do we start to, how do we love that, you know, a little bit? I think there's something beautiful in really not completely knowing where you're going to end up. Mm. I just, ha I think, the, you know, set your goals, man. Set, set set some goals up and achieve those small little goals like for me that um that was i just started my own production company i haven't really done project too many projects on it but for me it's going to be creating your own material yeah. you know writing your own shorts and producing your own budgeting and and getting it done like that for me that 
I think that's where I want to leave some dope legacy, you know? Yeah, I wanna, I wanna, for sure. I want to create some, some lifelong, um, storytelling, um, at that point. See, I, I don't even know. I mean, I, you have these goals and it's like, how do we get to those goals? It's like, it's, it's interesting though. It's, it's, there's, I think where the artistry for me is going to really come in, you know, um, and then I hope another goal of mine is series regular, man. Yeah. Trying to be series sure. regular. Yeah. <laughs> All of us are trying to be series regular. Yeah. Yeah. But you and I, uh, dude, you and I kind of go in for the same roles, huh? You're really? like the, uh, yeah, kind of similar. I, like I tend to go in for like um, the tech, the tech guy, yeah. right? I tend to go in for that guy, like the weird, you know, quirky tef, uh, tech guy or the stoner or. <laughs> you you, t- you tend to play like uh, intelligent roles huh yeah i guess i guess i mean uh it's funny because i've you know blind spot has been the uh it's the glasses dude it's oh yeah for sure uh <laughs> and and i'm actually just horribly but it's funny because on blind spot where i play the techie they're like do you have contacts and i was like Ugh, sure You're blind yeah i do <laughs> horribly blind horribly That's horrible like- eyesight um but uh yeah i mean i guess you know my type very much is sort of like the um the quirky techie type of guy um but it's funny because they would call us in for the same role uh but then it's like we're two different like the the quirky and techie are so broad that there's still 50 types of guys that Uh, look that but you know it's like oh so like you know i'm the more like intellectual type or you could be the like the more like the gamer type maybe yes. you know like if it's like you know uh, i go in for gamers a lot dude <laughs> do i play games no right <laughs> but i look like i play games so that's yeah cool. i've played the so same like, like three yeah. video games in the past five years oh like, really yeah just which games uh star wars battlefront because it's just oh, like nostalgia because oh. you know i had like the ps2 versions when i was younger oh. uh fallout 4 which came out in like 2015 16 i think like oh, okay. you know it's been the same games over and over uh my boyfriend will be like oh i got this new game and i'm like nah, i'm good you have fun though <laughs> like ah it's okay not my cup of tea no um, dude my brother is like super gamer too like he has a twitch and like he's yeah you know, oh i don't, streaming I don't and that. shit. yeah <laughs> that's intense that's yeah uh, this gaming uh you can make a living off this gaming shit now yeah you know people are making millions of dollars these kids you know so i'm like wow that's yeah. intense that really is intense but hey what you're passionate about man i love it uh me and my girl are trying to get a ps or we're trying to get a xbox Uh i think eventually we want to be able to um play games too but we we're kind of old people you know we kind (laughs) of you know we want to play like like street fighter you know like like (laughs) mario mortal kombat or some shit you know like god i'm so behind the times i guess I always am too, though. Like, you know, Pete, like, uh, I think my best friend had asked, uh, also an actor, he's like, are oh, you gonna get the PS5? And I'm like, in like five years, like I did with the PS4, I got the PS4 when it was like 250 yeah. bucks instead of it's like, like $800 or yeah. some shit. For X- nah, I wait years later to, to get what stuff. The hell? Yeah, I'm, but like, I'm like that with everything that I do. It's like I, re- I watch movies years after they come out. Um, the bucket list of movies that I have that people keep yelling at me. Like there's a lot of like, I mean, I'm a nineties baby, but it's, you know, eighties movies I haven't seen that are like classics mm. or whatever and, and whatnot. I'm like, okay, it was classics for them. Not for me. They don't make movies <laughs> like that anymore. So I'm really missing out on a lot, you know? Um, but uh, yeah, so I just wanted to quickly talk about your most 
recent airing, I guess. I don't know if it's her most recent booking, but uh, Sneakerheads, which it's funny because, um, you know, on Netflix, when you like kind of leave it alone for a little too long, um, there's like a screensaver kind of of like all the upcoming stuff or the Netflix mm. originals. It came up and I was like, is that Alan Maldonado? Because I, I, I mm. met Alan before and I worked with him um, on more of this side of the of the industry, not so much as an actor, but I've interviewed him before. Um, and then I quit like sneakers. That sounds interesting. So I looked quick, looked it up. And then I saw you had mentioned in, you know, in your notes, that, that was your most recent that like came out last month, the show. Yeah, dude. Um, sneakerheads. Honestly, when we were shooting, when, I, when I, that was one of the times where I was like, okay, I want to really start up in my game here. I don't want to yeah. take any more co-stars. So that was really one of the last, I had actually auditioned for a different character on the show uh-huh. for the, um, for Matt Jostin's uh, uh, role, or mm. am I saying his name right? Um, he's like super, he's like a, a YouTube star uh, okay. at this point. He does all these comedy sketches and things. And that's who ended up getting the role that I auditioned for. I think it was, um, what's the role's name? The funny, the funny tall dude, the white dude. What's his name? God, I forget. And- uh, Matt, <laughs> Matt Jostin, I forget the character's name though. Sticky? Or I forget. But um, anyway, audition for that role. Uh, uh, didn't get that one, but they asked me back for a another role, and my agent told me, "Oh, that you know, it's just a one-line kind of co-star deal." And I was like, "Ah, not really. I don't, I'm trying to get away from it." But I ended up doing it honestly, and and casting booked me on it. And I'm like, you know, we all didn't know what to expect when you're on set, um, and 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 you know, uh, such great people who um, were creating it, and Alan Maldonado is just honestly in person like he's uh i was a little intimidated at first i'm not gonna lie um you know knowing that he's the number one on the set or whatever you go on set and you know you try and get a vibe and it seemed like he was really focused on the scene and looking back at it now he was like a really in in it was a more um dramatic scene prior to my scene yeah and i'm like the comedy break you know i'm knocking on the door delivering sushi and i forget his (laughs) chopsticks or whatever and then uh, the following morning, they go to uh, God. This is spoiler alert for people, but they they end up going to a far off land, and I actually drive them. I'm actually the Lyft driver, also. So there's like something funny about you know being the Postmates guy the night before, and then yeah. the morning after, I'm the Lyft driver. It's like yeah. you know, it's so funny. All the but, side hustles. <laughs> but I think there's something to be said about the sneakerhead show is that we had no idea how 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 big it was going to be. I mean, yeah. they they have they were like number two on on netflix um at, at one point um in the country yeah so i'm like damn okay so that that is an accomplishment just to get your project on netflix first off because right. i know they're shopping it around to different production was shopping it around to different um you know streaming services or whatever they ended up getting netflix which is probably the biggest one right um so, Wait, so at yeah. the time of shooting you didn't like they didn't know no, where the show was gonna live no nobody knew whoa nobody knew. interesting yeah nobody knew on set um and they were i knew they were shopping around uh, and i know complex magazine was um i think a sponsor of the of the uh, producer of the show or whatever uh-huh. so we thought that complex was gonna start their own streaming service okay um i thought that that's what it was gonna be um but later on you know these guys are badass that are creating yeah. this. The creators on this, if you guys don't know them, God, such cool dudes, like actual <laughs> sneakerheads, actual sneakerheads. Right. So uh, any, anyway, I, I think um, 
just being a part of something like that is super inspiring, man. Like to just see, first off, Alan Maldonado had never had a number one on a show. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that, but it was like yeah. his first real number one on a show. Like lead, so, yeah. Because yeah, so from like, what I remember damn. from his past stuff, uh, when I interviewed him, it was at the HBO Latino Film Festival. He was oh, really? there promoting an app that he had developed called Everybody Digital. That's right. He's still doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is so like, for, for those who don't know, it's, um, it's a, a basically a, a platform for short films and short film creators. Because a lot of times, you know, you make your short film, you do the festival circuit, and then that's it. No one ever, no one ever really sees it outside of the, outside of like the screenings of the festival. So he wanted to create somewhere because a lot of, so much work and money goes into those, you know, a $30,000 budget doesn't sound like a lot to, to producers, but when it's like, when a quarter of it is your like life savings and then other parts are crowdfunding, you want some, you want to be able to show it to people. So that's why um, Alan had sort of created it. Um, so dope. I mean, like he's, yeah. he's the, he's the epitome of what, uh, you know, an entrepreneur is. And it's, um, I, I'm just fortunate to have watched him and his energy on set, yeah. like sitting in the makeup trailer, you know, alongside him, he's like showing, he's showing, um, batch his, uh, his new song or, or batch was showing him a song or, or something. Uh -huh. And just, just seeing how, like, you know, they're just hustlers, man. We're just yeah. out here trying to like cre create shit, you know, yeah. it has a music, they're working on music stuff. They're doing, they're doing, uh, the, obviously they're acting stuff. They're producing things. They're starting apps and things. I was like, damn bro. Like that's, yeah. that's, um, for me, super inspiring. I, yeah. I, I like to have my hands in, in a lot of things at once. And, yeah. and, um, you know, it's something that I'm, I'm super passionate about. I like creating in, in all facets of art. You know, mm. um, like me and my girl just painted some, we, we actually did some acrylic painting the other mm. night and we, we have it up on our wall now. So <laughs> it's like, it's like one of those things. It's like, you know, I, I'm, I'm down to create, um, just, I, I do photography as well. Like, it's like, yeah. um, I, I like to, I just directed my girl. She's a music artist. She was, uh, she was on American Idol. She made top 50, like in season one of the seasons, season 15, I want to say, one of the later seasons, she made uh, top 50 in America. I'm like, damn. Geez, okay. that's amazing. Yeah, no, she's super talented, super talented. If you don't know her, Jess Clark, shout out. Uh, <laughs> well, it's her handle. Uh, that's my baby. <laughs> uh, she, what was I saying? Yeah, she, uh, I don't you guys know painted I something. Oh yeah, we, we're just constantly trying to create stuff, yeah. right? And, and oh, I was, I was saying that I directed her music video. Right. She just, we just shot a music video for her recently and, um, yeah, I, I think that's that's the that's the business, right? So on your downtime, what else are you doing? You know, to to keep yourself creative, right? And for me, that's mm. anything and everything. You know, I love it. I shoot headshots. You know, like God, I just I I'm a nerd for this shit, man. And uh, I think that's kind of how we have to be in order to, you know, um, um, just have a positive mentality. And 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 it's not that easy. It's easier said than done. Right. Right. Um, but. Um, I think there's something, there's something special about finding your way through all this muck, man. Mm. Uh, this mental muck, you know. Sometimes, um, and I think that's just really having a forward-minded thinking attitude, and and really just surrounding yourselves with like-minded individuals, right? Um, my girl is the hardest-working person I know. She's mm. the most organized. And, um, you know, you want to surround yourself with people who are 
better than you, you know, in, in, yeah. in, in a lot of ways. And, and um, I think we, I'm lucky, man. I, I, I never thought I would be able to be in a, a relationship and be an actor, right? Yeah. You, you, you don't, you don't, like when I was young, my dad's like, oh, don't get distracted. You know, my dad was like, don't get distracted with, with girls, man. Or don't, you know, don't, don't, don't detour from what's the most important thing, which is your career. Right. Mm. I used to think that not, not anymore. Not anymore. I, yeah. I, I don't think that at all. In, in, in fact, I think that my person that I chose to be my life partner, I think she only, I think she only truly betters my mentality she betters my organization she betters mm. my my heart and soul right so if you find somebody who is you know um literally the better half of you if somebody who's the better half of you then hold on to them right and yeah. i think i think she knows that if i book something i have to be in atlanta for eight months she knows she's, she's down. She's, yeah. I'm like, come with me, you know? <laughs> you know, so you can work on music in Atlanta. So, so it's cool. It's a, it's a, it's a good time, man. And um, uh, yeah. You know, it's um, yeah. I feel like we hear that a lot. They, it's, it's funny. You hear it kind of the, or from what I've heard, at least it's one of one or the other. It's either don't date actors, like actors should not date actors mm-hmm. or uh you know, actors just like shouldn't date. You should like be stable and be, you know, fine. But it's like, well, some people are never really financially stable as actors because it's just, you know, the bookings aren't coming their way and they're constantly hustling. It's like, what? So they have to be sad and lonely and, you know, like forever. Like that sounds terrible. Why are we agreeing to to that, you know? Yes. Um, but yeah, yeah, I definitely, definitely agree that, you know, you definitely want someone who can you know, not just do things for you and add to your life. But like, you know, I'm very blessed that my partner, we've been together almost two years now. Um, That's he, us too. Yeah. Oh, really? Gotcha. Yeah. He, uh, I definitely say that like he keeps me grounded because mm-hmm. I'm a very optimistic person. I'm very big with like manifesting and visualization. And sometimes he's like, hey, hey, focus, focus, yeah. focus on this week. <laughs> Forget five years from now. What are we doing this week? You know, it's like, yeah. Uh, and I think that's super important um, yeah, for every actor to not really, cause you know, we, this industry already, there's all these like misconceptions that we think are like, this is how the industry works, but it's like mm. things differ from market to market from like not even decade, but from like half decade to half decade, like every five years, something major changes uh, in the past, you know, 10 years, like streaming, that was not a thing before. Um, you know, it's just, there's constantly shifting and changing and you want someone to be able to like experience that with you. Um, and you know, I think that's really important for sure. Um, unfortunately we're coming to the end of our time. Uh, so I always wrap up the show with a rapid fire round. If you're game. Okay. Okay, Uh, all righty. So we'll put, I'm scared. (laughs) We're going to put no pressure. We're going to put 60 seconds on the clock. Oh shit. Uh, Oh no. 90, 90 seconds, 90 seconds. Sorry. God. Okay. <laughs> all right so we're gonna start with the most important question first coffee or tea coffee theater or screen acting oh shit theater yes tv or film film hero or villain villain drama or comedy drama plays or musicals 
Uh, <laughs> musicals. Uh, what's your most recent Netflix binge? Oh, we're watching the Bly House, um, the scary ah, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We that started that a couple days ago. Yeah, the it's Haunting cool. of Bly Manor. Good job. It's cool, yeah. Uh, if you weren't an actor, what would you do for a living? Oh, God. This is hard. Uh, what would I do? <laughs> what would I do? Um, actor, what would I do? Um, shit. That's such a hard question. But um, I think maybe I would want to be a painter. Uh, if you got to be in the revival of any musical, which would it be? In the Heights. Good choice. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for the movie. Uh, what is your favorite musical of all time? In the Heights. Yes. Uh, what's the role that got away? The role that got away. Oh, man, this is so hard. Um <laughs> Oh damn! I would have loved to be on Mayans. I would have loved to be on Mayans as a as a reg, as a regular. Yeah. But I wasn't badass enough, you know. I, wasn't, <laughs> I was too. I was too. I was too young, and I, I wasn't like uh, uh, you know, grizzly enough. I think is the word. Gotcha. All right. And the last question: In ten words or less, what advice would you give to a young actor? Don't be careless, just care less. Don't Love be that. careless, just care less. And that is it for this week's episode of Actors with Issues with special guest Philip Garcia, who you can follow on Instagram at Philip A. Garcia and follow us at Actors with Issues. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and review wherever you're listening and catch new episodes every Friday across all podcasting platforms. This is Juan Yala signing off.